Ladies and gents, your dopest host presents extravagance in the lady frame, leaving cum stains, niggas remain in awe. When I bring the Dillager, throw it to your jaw. Uh, never a floor. Never before have you seen such magnificence in the black princess. Yes. Flows phenom, I'm the bomb, Diggy. Ask Biggie. Keep a dedicated squads with me and call us the Gabbana girls. We dangerous bitches pay a fee just to hang with us. Trust niggas less. Without a bank account, I doubt we could swing that route. So fill me out. Uh, I'm used to hanging with boosters in the best name brand with the insane clan. Man, listen, my position is lieutenant. Like a block of hash, got the burners to bend it. I send it. I send it back to your greasy freaking Arabic shout. Shamucha Kastizi. To please me, you got to be well off, bust a shell off with a tattoo that starts off. Thank you for my poetry session. That is a great spoken word um, from the notorious Little Kim of her debut album, Hardcore. The title of that track is titled Drugs, and it features the notorious B.I.G., it is track seven. Please give that a listen. Anyways, welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. And I feel, I don't know, but I just feel this is going to be a pretty lengthy episode. So, bitch, pop you a Bex beer and, you know, sit back and relax, bitch. Because I'm going to live it up till I'm a hundred with gray hair. Glass house in Bel Air, ass high up in the mountain. Golden gates and that brass water fountain. To my last day, I'm going hard. Nice slowing up to the hella ports in my backyard. To my whole team, sign their name on that black card. Till I bring New York back. Till I show you where I'm from. Till, I show, till I'm back to number one. Wait, till I show you where I'm from. Till I'm till, till my peeps is out the hood. Till I own my first island and catch a trillion dollar check. Till I'm at the top of Forbes, richest looking kosher with my name and my picture right next to Oprah in negotiations with Bill Gates and his broker. Till I'm with Jehovah, it ain't over till it's over. Now let's get into this podcast, bitch. Um, okay, so I just, before I really get into this show, um, I just really want to know why the girls really want to get sued. I don't know why. I don't, I really, I don't get it. I don't know if I walk around in a clown suit or if, bitch, I look like fucking Costco. Because I'm always trying to figure out what about me when people look at me be like, bitch, try him. Please try him. That's the that's the motherfucker you could try. Bitch, I'm not fucking Costco. I'm not giving out samples. It it does not say try me on my on, on my person. Please stop trying me. I wish you bitches would really fucking stop trying me. Because the girls will be gagging. Girl, let me tell you something. Floss La Jolla been gagging, honey. They gagged during phase one. Phase one, bitch, let me just tell you, there's already, there's four phases, but, so we finished phase one, all right? Phase two is already just wrapping up. I just left from filing the last piece of paperwork, and all my money has done came back to me, and it's sitting in my bank account, honey. I already got my coins. The coins is already with me, okay? They already had to pay an extra fee for it in general. So the coins is already there. But, bitch, phase three starts in September, and then phase four... (laughs) 
starts around December, January. <laughs> it's like, why y'all want to try me? Why? I just don't get it. Like, and I'm not trying to like flex or nothing like that, but it's just like, girl, uh, bitch, I didn't even know. Honestly, I'm kind of like surprised and I'm kind of winning everything at this point because I thought it, it, it would, they'd be like, girl, there's nothing really we could do. Bitch, clear, there's a lot you could do. I can't say too much, but I promise you, once everything's done and wrapped up, I'm gonna spill the beans, bitch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the whole, I'm gonna give the whole shebang, the whole story. But yeah, so let's just get into it, girl. Um, so I went on Saturday to pick up the second cat because I told y'all I was getting a second cat. Billy has a little sister. Her name is Ryan. So I pick her up and I hit up Olga. The breeder, which is so fucking wild. Like, I kid you not, you guys. I was so happy and content with my experience with her when it came to Billy. She was cool. She gave me a contract for me to sign, talking about I was going to take care of Billy and make sure she's in. I should have pulled up the contract she made me sign, but it was basically saying, like, you're going to give her clean water all the time. She's going to be in a, a controlled central AC and, like, all this bougie shit. I said, yeah, girl, it, that that works. And promised to get her spayed and take care. Like, all this other shit. Has She has her comfortable pillows. Like, the contract was kind of goofy, but it was just like, oh, it's cute. Whatever, boom. And I get Billy. Billy is just easy going, easy to deal with. She's already scratch trained, potty trained, sweet personality, loves to be touched, loves to be held, rocked, lullaby. She, it's everything, right? So that made me be like, bitch, if it was this easy with Billy, let me just get a second one. So that way she got a little sibling that could play while I'm gone. They, you know, get a little bonds. So I get the second cat. I'm driving up there. I get to the house. And so I said, hey, girl, I'm outside. She said, "My, I'm not. No, she hit me up, I think. No, yeah, she, when I parked. She said, my husband will, um, She, he's there. I'm not there. I can't be there, but my husband will um, let you pick up the cat. So I was like, all right, cool, cute. I met the husband last time. He doesn't speak that great English. They're Russian, but he don't speak that, much, that great English. So I was like, all right, ever, boom. He outside, and so he handed me the cat, and I immediately noticed there is a patch of hair missing from, like, her upper eye or whatever. So I didn't, I don't think anything of it. I was, I was like, hey, what is this? And he was like, oh, she got, she was playing too rough with her brother, and it scratched her up. And I was like, okay. But I didn't really think to, I, I was like, this is interesting. And so he was like, oh, and the medical records are not available. So, but she's, my my wife is going to give them to you later this week. And I was like, okay. He, and then, so I was like, but are you sure? I, bitch, I didn't know what fucking ringworm was. So I was like, is this like alopecia? Is this like hair loss? Like, I'm just trying to be like, Bitch, why she got this missing patch of hair on her face? And so she was like, so he didn't really 
know, I guess he couldn't really converse that well because his English is not that great. So he was like, call my wife. So I called up Olga. Olga picked up instantly. She said, oh, it's fine. She was playing with her brother. She got a little scratch. It's going to grow back. It's going to be a beautiful baby. Beautiful baby. She did it. I said, cool. And the medical record says, she said, I took them yesterday to the vet. Everything's fine. You'll get the... um." You'll get the thing later this week because they have they still need to produce the document. And I said, it's that's kind of strange because bitch, you do it while you seen the vet, you know? So I was like, um, okay, girl, boom, whatever. So I pick up Ryan. Ryan is feisty as fuck, just don't want to be touched, screaming, hollering. I said, Oh girl, she's bad. Oh, also, I noticed when I looked at the little, the vaccination card she gave me, it said Ryan was born May 25th, 2021. And I, on the website, it said April 24th, 2021. So while I was on the phone with Olga, I said, um, I thought she was older than this. She said, no, it was a mistake. It was a typo. I was like, but even then I was like, all right, girl, whatever. But it was still concerning because when I was doing my research on cats, they need to kind of stay with their mom. You know, you can get the cat after two months, but it's better if they stay a little bit longer with the mom, the cat mom or whatever, and then also be introduced to humans and being touched a lot and like, you know, so they're used to being held, picked up or whatever, which is what Billy was because Billy, you know, be... She's cool with you holding her and touching her. So I picked up Ryan. I was like, damn, this bitch is real fucking rowdy, real fucking feisty. She don't want to be touched. She over here is clawing and shit. I said, girl, relax. So girl, boom. So that night, I started seeing a lot of like her eye, her right eye just kept like watering and watering and watering. I'm like, girl, this is, you know, but sometimes it'd be like that. Like sometimes... Um, Billy's eye will just one eye will just water and but it's not a lot it's not that much and I was like damn this shit is like a lot and then the next day it was like this yellow mucus discharge I said hold on bitch this uh uh-uh so I hit up Olga I said bitch um do you know what to do with her eye or whatever? And Olga's like, oh, you need to give her this ointment and you give it to her for three day, three times a day for five days and she'll be fine. I said, cute, girl, boom. So I ordered it on Amazon. And, but then that night, I just, she just kept sneezing and sneezing and sneezing. And so that night I was like, mm. something told me day one, I was like, you know what? You should go to your own vet and get her checked out just, you know, even because you don't have the medical records or nothing like that, just get her checked out and make sure she's all good. And so I called my vet because I go to this feline specialist for um, Billy. That's all they see. They don't see birds, mice, dogs, horses, reptilians, none of that shit. All these bitches do is nothing but cats. They're like all cat specialists for over like 35 years. So, I call her. She's like, our next available is August 19th. So, I was like, you know what? Ryan's insurance don't really kick in until the August 16th. It's fine. We could do a, um, her vaccinations then anyways. But then the next day, when I was, like, looking at her and she was sneezing, I was like, uh-uh. I need 
she need to be seen by somebody like today. I just need to make sure everything is good because I just, you know, <clears throat> she just didn't look well either. <clears throat> so I go to two different um, emergency vets that night and they're both like, we're not seeing patients today. And I'm like, mm, aren't you an emergency veterinarian hospital? What do you mean you're not seeing patients? Like, I'm confused. What do you... What are you talking about? Like, I could wait. Like, what do you mean I'm, we're not seeing nobody? We're not seeing nobody. I said, okay, girl, boo. And so then I call another place. And then before I call, I say, hey, girl, my cat has a upper respiratory infection. And her eyes leaking and she need to be seen now. So she's on some sort of medication. You know, she's young. She ain't got no immune system to really work on this shit by herself. She said, no, I understand. We're seeing patients. Please bring her in right now. Bitch, I get there. She's like, the other lady's like, well, she's not actively dying, so we can't see her. I said, you know what? Y'all burning up my gas and my energy. I'm going to go home, and I'm going to figure it out. So they're like, bitch, if you wake up at 730 in the morning and start calling these numbers, you can find an appointment to be seen at urgent care with all these veterinarian urgent care places. So I said, girl, boom. By this time, bitch, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I get home, I do a little bit of work, and then I fall asleep around like 3.34. And then I was like, bitch, I ain't waking up at nobody 7.30. So, but then something happened. I just woke up and I was like, no, bitch, stay your ass up and wait till 7.30 and start calling these damn numbers. So I called 24 fucking hospitals and urgent cares. They all like, bitch, our next appointment September 9th and September 2nd and September 11th. And I'm just like, bitch, what? What the hell? My cat dying today, bitch. Like, what, what are you talking about next available in a month? Bitch, she dying today. She's actively dying. So then I call um, the vet. I take Billy, the feline specialist. And I was like, hey, I know the bitch got an appointment on August 19th, but this is what's going on. Is there any way to see her? She said, you could just drop her in and drop her off. And if the doctor has moments in between patients, she could see her. But you're not, we don't have any openings even for a drop off till Friday. Mind you, it's Monday. I said, girl, I'll take it. Whatever. Boom. Because the next day I already got the fucking eye ointment coming in. So I was like, at least I'll have the eye ointment on Wednesday. So. A few minutes later, I get a call, and they call me back. They said, actually, bitch, can you come in 30 minutes? We just got a cancellation. I say, bet. I'm on my way. So I get there. Boom. And they're like, yeah, the bitch definitely got an eye infection, an upper respiratory infection. We're going to give her the eye ointment, and we're going to give her some antibiotics, and da 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 woo 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 I said, also, look at that, that thing on top of her head. Like, is that alopecia? Like, why is she losing hair? She was like, oh, bitch, this might be ringworm. So I said, girl, what? So then she's like, we got to turn the lights off. They look at it under a lamp, and it glowed up. Like, I guess if it glows up and it's green... It's like, bitch, that's ringworm. So she's like, bitch, it's ringworm. So she's like, give me a moment. I need to go wash my hands. I can't touch nothing. So she leaves. She washed her hands. She said, we're going to have to take a culture swab and put it in a Petri dish and see if the fungus grows in the next five days. And if it does, then that confirms that it's ringworm. But I can already pretty much guarantee you, bitch, it's ringworm. 
because she had it under her chin, on top of her scalp, and then also on her paw. I said, all right, cool, boom, let's do it. So she's like, you got to keep her quarantined in an area with no carpet, in the bathroom, places you can disinfect. You can't put her in front with the other cat. The cat could get it. You could get it. It's very contagious. I said, oh, hell, bitch. Not how I'm trying to spend my summer, but girl, boom, let's do it. So then I get in the car and, bitch, I literally pulled out in reverse and then pulled over to the side of the road and I called up Rancho Bernardo Pet Hospital, the place that Olga be taking her cats. And I said, hey, girl, I need to request a medical record. And so I, I requested it. I get the medical record. Everything's good. Eyes good. Bones good. Hearing good. All, everything is good. Then I get to the bottom and it said, um, cat has ringworm. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, bitch, let me just fucking pull it up. It's in my email. Let me just fucking pull the bitch up. Rancho Bernardo Pet Hospital. Veterinary medical record. Here we go. So everything's good. And then nose good, throat good, ears, eyes, cardiovascular, everything's good. Pulses are strong, regular. Respiratory is both lungs sound normal, no wheezing or crackles heard, which I'm just like, well, maybe she just recently got the fucking um, respiratory infection. And then it says, has a patchy area of alopecia around the lower right lip, few areas of hair loss on the paws as well. Green fluorescent on wood woods lamp. Um, and then it says um, the plan. The plan says owner declined fungal culture and elected to treat as she owns a cattery. Intrafunal, intrafungal, excuse me, oral solution dispense as directed on label. We recommend an annual fecal test to keep your pets and household members safe from parasites. Please drop the same day fecal sample in a container given to you today. Container, continue regular flea and heartworm treatment. Recheck exam advised in five weeks. And then there's also a prescription for the ringworm. So... I then hit up Olga. I said, hey, girl. So I give her the tea, and I said, let me, I'll just read you what I wrote. Let me just give you guys the full entire shebang. I say, hi, Olga. I got back from my vet, and the kitten has a URI as well as ringworm. Both are highly contagious, and I'm continuing to keep both cats separated. Hopefully, this doesn't affect the health of my other cat. Looking into this further and calling Rancho Bernardo Pet Hospital to send over the medical records, you were informed all of this on the evening of Friday, July 30th. They recommended a fungal culture to detect ringworm and you declined. They also prescribed intrafungal oral solution, which I wasn't informed nor given. You you should have disclosed this information to me prior to picking her up. I hope we can resolve this amicably and would expect you to compensate the vet visits until she is healthy. Today's visit was $251. I hope to hear from you in the next five days. I will also be sending you an email as well. Best, Solomon. So then she's like, hi, Solomon. I did appointment with three cats and they didn't tell me anything. I'm so sorry to hear from you. And yeah, I'll definitely cover the expense. Um, And then so I forward her the medical record and I was like, this is what the hospital, you took the kitten over and this is what they sent over 
And she said, oh, I didn't know um, this. I didn't get this before. I said, you did get it because this is literally your name and this is what they handed over to you. And when I called them, they knew exactly who you were and they knew exactly what was going on. And then so she's like, oh, um, what'd she say? Um, I ha- she was like, oh, let me talk to the vet and see what he suggests to do. Mind you, he literally just told you what to do. It's on the medical record. And so he said, also, she's like, also, I checked a vet record and it was three kittens checked. And just she had an issue and I didn't see it. I will never send a sick cat. I'm sorry for it. I had to wait until I get the medical record. And I said, but girl, it doesn't matter if you sent three cats over. The cat is microchipped. And my vet scanned her microchip, and the numbers are the numbers correlate and match the microchip numbers on the medical records that you didn't give me. So it's not a matter of like, oh, it was some other cats. No, this is actually the actual cat that you took on Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, you're lying. You're like, you're fucking lying. So... I have to now just for the next six weeks, possibly seven or eight, start treating her ringworm. And I'm keeping the other cat in my guest bathroom, which she's spiraling because she don't want to be in there, you know, for long. For I mean, she's not, it's not even like long periods of time. She's just in there forever for the next six weeks. And Billy want to go play with her. Like, she just be spiraling and screaming. She don't want to be left alone. But I got to keep her with the door closed because, bitch, she be climbing the fence. So that's where I'm at now. Um, They did. I called again today. They actually gave her the medication that is needed to take to treat the ringworm. It's a six-week, you know, process. And I'm like, so I've been hitting Olga up. I'm like, bitch, give me the medicine. Because I'm going to be able to get the medicine as well through my vet, but I won't be able to get the medicine until the culture swab is positive for ringworm, and that won't happen for another five days, they said. So I'm just like, bitch, if you got the medicine right now, we could just start the treatment ASAP so the bitch ain't contagious. Like, are you dumb? Like, just give it over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even, like, really pressed about it. Like, I'm not really, like, angry with you like that. It's just, like, bitch, just just hand over the medicine. Like, you got it. And even if not, let them sign over the prescription to me. They try, They waited for you to give these bitches a call. So we all just waiting on this dumb bitch to, you know, do what's right. So I'm just, you know, dealing with that and... It's just a lot more than what I expected to be dealing with because I already have a lot on my table. Um, but, you know, it's what I signed up, up up for, and it's just something I got to do. And, you know, the glow up is going to be cute. Once she gets treated from her ringworm and she's, you know, healthy and stuff, she's going to be good. It's just like, damn, bitch, like, this is just wild. So I gave Olga till 3 p.m. today to do right. And she hasn't, so I'm going to elevate this, and I'll just be seeing her in court, which fucking sucks, because it's like, it ain't even got to really be like this. It's not. But, you know, I'm bored, and I have the resources, and I don't really have the time, but (laughs) I'm bored, I have the money and the resources, so...
Good luck, Olga. On to the next topic. So I started therapy last week. Um, yeah, I've been using this app called BetterHelp. And it's cute because you just be, you know, FaceTiming with your therapist, which is great because it's like I really don't have the time to just drive to an office and sit there, you know, and then drive back. It's just so convenient for me to just stay home and do it. Um, so I did it. They matched me with someone who works well with me. And, um, yeah, first day I was like, oh, my God, he really snatched my wig. So I just have finished my second week just right now before I started recording this. And, bitch, he kind of snatched my wig again, but he was like, he's like, you are really fucking strong. Like, he was like, you are just, he's like, and that's a good thing. He's like, but you are just very, like, strong. I was like, is that bad? He said, no, it's just, you know, but he was like, but what's nice about you is you actually have a really soft spot to you. And like, you're very like sensitive. Um, but at the same time, like your exterior is so hard that some people will never get to see that. And I was like, and I'm fine. They don't need to see, see. but though it was cool. So we're just kind of talking about and trying to work on, um, just, you know, shit that I've gone through in the past, past traumas and da 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 woo 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 And yeah, so BetterHelp was cute. But it's like also, I know this is like off topic and I just finished this cat topic. But the girls were like, girl, you need to get that cat back and um, get your money back or get a second cat. Tell her to give you another one. And I'm just like. No, I can't do that. Like, I know I am capable of giving this animal a good life and the medical attention she needs to get through this. I mean, it's not like a fucking death sentence, but it's just like, it's such a meticulous, you know, if it was just the upper upper respiratory infection, I'd have been like, okay, girl, you're going to be cleared in five days. But it's like six weeks of quarantine and it's like wiping everything down. I have to change clothes. I have clothes in the bathroom that I put on, a big ass t-shirt, you know, and, you know, I can't cross contaminate things. It's just a lot. And I just know I'm very particular when it comes to cleanliness that like, I don't trust. And that's what Olga was. Olga was like, I could take the cat and, you know, I could take care of her until she's better. I said, bitch. I've learned enough in the last few months. Motherfuckers don't bathe, okay? Motherfuckers don't wash their hands, brush their teeth, wash their pillowcases, wash their feet, wash their legs. Uh, girl, I it's okay, girl. It's We don't even need to do that, bitch. I got a big-ass fucking HEPA filter, air filter um, thing that I fucking put in the bathroom. So it's getting rid of all the spores, all the microns, and all that fucking, the the nasties and the bacteria. You know, I have, I vacuum the place. I wipe down the shit. Like, it's, she's better off here than I feel with somebody else. But I was telling people, like, that's your responsibility. That's my responsibility. Like, you signed up for it. You can't just be like, girl, let's give the damn dog or cat animal back. You know, like, when I was young... Just a little story time. So 
I am adopted. And so my mom came into my life when I was about like a year and a half. And I had so many complications, so many just ailments, just girl, so much fucking shit going on with me. And I was being raised by my grandfather. He was taking care of me because my mom was in jail. So, but he was older, him and my grandma. And the neighbor who was friends with my mom was like, knew my mom, you know, and her husband at the time were trying to get, um, have a baby and it just wasn't working out or panning out the way they expected. And they told my mom, they said, there's the old guy who lives across the street has a newborn, like a a one and a half year old kid. And he might need help if you want to, you know, help. And so I know this sounds wild, but like my mom literally just went to the house and was like, do you need help taking care of this kid? (laughs) And he just was like, cool, come on in. And, you know, and so my mom, they, I know this is the wildest thing. Um, but they just, her, my mom and her husband at the time moved in with my grandparents, like dead ass moved in and just started taking care of me. And, um, yeah, so I, like my bowel, like my intestines, um, half of them were taken out and I had surgery to remove some of them. I had a colostomy bag. I had a speech impediment. I was allergic to all sorts of shit. Um, just a lot of like developmental issues and just a whole gang of shit, bitch. Um, I would always get sick all the fucking time. It was just a whole gang of shit, bitch. But you know, that's expected to all the shit that I went through. Did that fucking thing cut out? Hold on. But yeah, that was kind of like expected for all the shit that I, you know, like how I came into this world. Anyways, long story short, my mom came in and you know, when you're kind of, like a ward of the state and you're, you know, you've been taken away from your biological mom, you get like state health insurance, which isn't like fabulous. It's not like kind. It's just, they, they, they'll make sure you won't die, but bitch, it's not like over insurance. And so my mom was like, Ooh, this is ghetto. Like we ain't doing all this. So she was like, girl, we gonna put you on my own insurance. That's like super lit and da, 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 da. Which now I'm looking back on it, I'm like, girl, can you do that? Like, I wasn't your son. Like, you know what I'm saying? You never adopted me. Like, how you just pick up some random person and be like, girl, put him on my insurance policy? Like, I don't know how that works. <laughs> Hopefully my mom wasn't, in, you know, committing insurance fraud. But, <laughs> but yeah, so she took me to a bunch of specialists. Um I started doing, like, speech pathology and working on my speech impediment, um, mobility, working on my allergies. Like, all the like literally so many doctors were like, he can't eat this. He can't do this. He can't do that. And she was like, okay, cool, boom. And then she would give me those things that I was allergic to. Not in big quantities, but a little bit here and there. She would give me teeny bits of it. So I guess I would grow a tolerance and I was no longer allergic. Now, bitch, I can eat anything. I'm not allergic to not damn nothing. But at that time, I was. You know, we made sure I had surgery to have, you know, my my organs fixed and stuff. So that's why I got the scar on my stomach and a whole gang of shit. And then when I was in preschool, you know, when she got went back to work and stuff like that, I couldn't eat half the shit. Because, I mean, the whole allergy thing and the things I couldn't eat, that wasn't like a, that wasn't over in like a day or so. It took like a few years to get me better. But 
I remember being in preschool and my mom would literally drive to fucking Costco and buy food and like thing like carts of fucking food like shit and would have it sent and put in the fucking cafeteria at my schools and she would just walk in and she would just dump the shit in and she would like okay th- these things is how what you need to prepare Solomon's food and this is how you do it so she would get into the, the cafeteria and I remember doing this because I was like this is wild and the kids would be like what is your mom doing like what's happening and I thought it was normal but looking back on it I'm like bitch this is crazy but she would go back there and she would organize the cabinets and have Solomon's food designated and yeah that was it because even my cousin she was like you are so spoiled your mom does that but I don't think it was about being spoiled as it was just my mom was trying to take care of me and the food that they had of readily available to feed all the kids, I was allergic to so much of it. So my mom was teaching the lady, the cafeteria lady, I think her name was Carmen, how to cook and prepare the food for me for lunch and, you know, making sure I couldn't have this or have that. And I remember one time they gave me something and Carmen came running out the kitchen and she was like, no, 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 Solomon can't have that. He got to have this. Um, But yeah, my mom took the time to do that. And, you know, that's a lot of commitment to do for a kid that I don't want to say ain't yours. I mean, you know, that was my mom and I looked at her as my mom and she called me her son. But you know what I'm saying? Like just to come into some random man's house and be like, bitch, I'm going to take care of this kid is kind of wild. And, you know, that shit can't fly no more, I feel, in schools, especially with peanut allergies and you know, they ain't going to let no random lady just walk up in the fucking cafeteria and start calling shit, you know, like reorganizing shit in the pantries and be like, this is how you got to, you cook for these regular, these other kids, but bitch, this is how you're going to cook for Solomon. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, but that's just what my mom did. And, you know, that's, it's not easy, I'm sure, but, you know, she did what she had to do. And it's like, that's, that's your responsibility, I think, when you're taking care of someone. And I think that's just in my nature to OD sometimes when it comes to um, that is also just how I react. So it's weird because I was talking to, you know, my therapist and he was like, you're so like, like really put together, very headstrong. There's a very tough exterior to you. You're very strong. Nothing can really get to you. And he was like, but you're also very sensitive. And I was like, I am. I'm a, I'm a big softy. That's ultimately who I am. I'm an incredibly big softy. But there's also a side of me that like, bitch, when I mean business, bitch, I be mean in business. So, I mean, that is what it is. Um, moving right along. A smooth operator. A smooth operator. A smooth operator. So, the, the baby. Girl, it's like, I honestly, I don't even know what the baby said. I really don't. I don't even, I didn't really look into it. I really don't care. I just don't. Maybe I'm just a bad homosexual. Maybe I'm a bad gay bitch. Because I just don't be giving a fuck. Like, people be saying some dumb shit. Like, fucking Matt Damon recently was like, my... My um my daughter just recently had to write a letter and explain to me and basically write like a thesis on why saying the word fag is a bad thing. So because of her, I stopped using it. And I'm like, nigga, 
What you mean your daughter had to tell you that you could, that was not an okay thing to say? Like, bitch, what world were you living in? You know what I'm saying? Like, what fucking world did you live in to get to 2021 and just been like, yeah, I just found out that that was not an okay thing to say. Like, bitch, what? <laughs> but girls is wild. Like, sometimes it be so fucking comical because I'm like, you bitches, I can't. So the baby... Says some shit, I think, at Rolling Loud. Girl, I really don't know, really don't care. But he did issue an apology, and the girls was like, really still it come from him? They're like, bitch, you only doing it because you're trying to keep your coins, which is, duh. That's part of it. Hello. Like, yeah, you're trying to keep your coins. But um, I also feel like there should always be room for someone to grow. Now, bitch, listen. If you done molested some kids or you done, there's actual victims behind your fuck shit, then no. There's no need to forgive you or move on. But I believe when people say stupid shit, if they say it once and then they learn from their actions and be like, bitch, I really fucked up. This ain't right. Somebody let me know. I believe there's there should be room for people. And you. I feel we should give people as a society like room to learn from shit. Because, you know, especially when you're when it's something you said. Now, if it's something you do and you actively being a shithead and there's actual victims involved, all right. You know, in a roundabout way, is are there victims in what he said? Yeah, you could argue that because it could be like, you know, it's just further um, inciting, you know, homosexual violence against the homosexuals. But, girl, all, in a roundabout way, it's like, he said what he said. It was fucked up. And, you know, he apologized. And I feel like, you know, some people should have that room to learn and and know what the fuck they did wrong. And then, you know, do better. And then now the ball is in his court to do better. Um, because, face a bit, listen, I'll, first off, bitch, let me tell you something. Ain't nobody, you can never cancel me. It's never going to happen. Like, all that canceling shit is so goofy and so stupid. But... I've said some shit in the past that is wild, bitch. Wild. I be thinking, like, when every time I pop up on the internet and people be like, just a little heads up, this is incorrect. If you don't, you can't say these things. I be like, oh, shit, bitch, I just said that last week. You know what I'm saying? So, bitch, I've said a lot of misogynistic shit um, in my past. And I look back and I'm like, damn, bitch, that is really fucking wild. You know? Did it did it come from a very malicious place? No. Did it come from a place of ignorance and stupidity? Of course. Was I saying shit based off of how society responds? Yes. Is it okay? No. Do I say that shit still? Absolutely not. Is my idea um, of misogyny better than what it was then? Of course. But, you know, it, I had to learn. I had to grow. I would say some wild shit. Bitch. I used to call, bitch, there's this one barber. This is like maybe 13, 14 years ago. He's so good, bitch. And he would only charge $7 for a haircut. He lived kind of a far away, the little barbershop. But it was this Asian man. And we used to call him Chinaman. We used to be like, oh, who you, um, where you about to go? I'm like, I'm, I got to stop by the bank and I'm going to go see Chinaman real quick. And he's going to do my fade real quick. And I'll be at the function tonight. Or either you get to the function and they be like, bitch, that fade is good. I'm like, bitch, I'm telling you, you need to go see Chinaman. Chinaman going to get you together for $7. 
and we would just call him Chinaman. But, bitch, it wasn't until, like, a couple years afterwards when I was talking to someone, and I was like, oh, no, you really got to go to Chinaman. And he was like, bitch, you can't say that. That's, like, racist. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he explained to me. I was like, bitch, you're so right. And I never said it again. You know, I mean, I said it right now on this podcast, but I don't refer to that man as that no more. You know, I just be like that the Asian man at the, the fucking barbershop. But I was saying some wild shit. That's fucking wild. Like, I didn't, like, as a 19-year-old, 18-year-old, I didn't think that that was anything bad. Bitch, now at 34, I'm looking at that like, bitch, what the fuck? Was you walking around Earth just saying this out loud? Like, and not even thinking something's wrong with it. Like, you was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. You need, I would, like, I would talk to my parents and be like, ooh, you need to go send Desi to go get his hair chopped up by Chinaman. Like, what the fuck? I think I even mentioned him in one of my old mixtapes. I swear to God. I think on an interlude, me and Robbie was on the interlude talking about getting our hair cut before we go to the party. Like, dead ass. Um, so, you know, there's there's shit that you be saying, and it, it ain't, I would say transphobic shit, too. You know, like, growing up, all my trans friends, we were, you know, everything was tranny, 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 tranny. And even my trans friends would be like, oh, girl, um, when Savannah would get dressed, they'd be like, oh, she's giving tranny. She's giving tranny. And I'm like, ooh, she's spending her trans fantasy. Like, we would just say shit like that. And, you know, now I know the word tranny is a slur. But back then, that's just what we we gave. Like, my my drag mother would hit me up. She was like, oh, are you giving tranny tonight? I'm like, I'm giving tranny. Like, we would just, that's just, you know, little baby tranny. Like, we would just have, like, that's how we talk. But we also talked about that in the circle and community with all of our trans friends. Like, our trans friends would just be like, they would use tranny. But... Now it's not cool. And then now when I talk to my trans friends, they're like, bitch, we didn't know that back then. But now we see now my trans friends are like, it didn't bother us then. We didn't give a fuck. But now other trans people are saying how it's hurtful and wrong. So it don't get used. We don't say it no more. Um, But, you know, like it's just. I feel people can grow and learn and who you are when you're 22, 23, doing the stupid shit at 20. Hopefully, bitch, you ain't doing it when you're in your 30s and you for damn sure ain't doing it in your 40s. Um, so I just feel like people should give, be given the opportunity to, you know, grow and have that forgiveness. And, you know, and also we are dealing with a society that, is homophobic by nature, you know? And I know a lot of people be like, oh, the black community is so homophobic. Let me tell you something. The world is homophobic, bitch. I've said this multiple times and I'll say it again. The people who over here fucking killed Matthew Shepard wasn't no black people. It was some white people in middle America, bitch. And Laramie, wherever the fuck Laramie is on the map, bitch. I don't know. I don't, I ain't been there, bitch. But it was some white people. Them motherfuckers who be taking them Arab kids and throwing them off balconies and beheading them because they gay, they ain't black. They Middle Eastern. Them Asian motherfuckers who put in motherfuckers in concentration camps as well as the Russians, they ain't black, they Asian and Russian. You know what I'm saying? 
fucking people in Latin America, the what the girls are doing in Brazil. Like, bitch, homophobia is not intrinsically and unique solely just to the black community. Do we got things that we got to work on? Of course. But I really don't fuck with when people be like, oh, the black community is so homophobic. Yeah, we are. But so is every fucking community there is on earth. It's the whole entire the world, bitch. The fuck? So I don't, I don't fuck with that. But I will say there is homophobia within the community. And that's probably what the baby fucking grew up knowing. And he probably thought that shit, what he said on stage was funny. And he thought people were going to be like, ha, 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 kiki. And, you know, not saying it's an excuse, but I'm just saying it makes sense why somebody would say that and may not know it's not okay. And probably thought like, oh, I could say this shit and get away with it. So needless to say, um, I just feel like we should be able to give people, you know, the space to learn. And um, because I do know when you give people the space to learn, they do learn and they do change. You know, my dad was homophobic and he would say some wild shit and do some wild shit. Now this nigga over here crying over fucking nothing and, you know, just... (laughs) You know, he over here knowing more about trans rights and and pronouns and shit than bitch I know. I'm like, what the fuck? But it took him some time to learn and educate himself and, and, you know, adapt and, and know people like myself and other people in the community. So, again, it just, I feel like you should give people the grace and the ability to learn and prove themselves and, yeah, and. I just feel like we're, I just, you know, we're just in an area now where we're so like quick to cut somebody off or, you know, and it's like, that's not how people learn. You know, that's not how people grow. You know what I'm saying? Like you bitches got your little woke certificates day one and don't even, and just ran with it. And it's like, we didn't get to this place in society until, you, you know, like overnight. It, it took people growing and learning and conversations and for us to advance to this area that we are right now. So it's just like, girl, give people a little bit of grace and the space to to learn. And if you don't want to be the educator, that's fine because that's none of, Listen, it's not our responsibility to educate nobody on shit. We don't have to. It's a privilege when we do. So just wanted to say that. Let's move on. Um, and okay, so this is my last little topic. I just want to touch bases on it. Like I, one thing I really fucking hate is when the girls be like white passing. Listen, especially when it comes to me. Now, first off, I'm also old school. I'm old school. I'm 34 years old. I grew up in the in a black community to where back in the day it was the one drop rule that's what we thought of that's how we was raised cool it's changed it's advanced a little bit now a lot of people do not apply or believe in the one drop rule and that's perfectly fine so boom but one thing i don't really like is when the girls be like oh you're white passing you're white passing bitch there's never a day on any week 
on any month or any year that I could walk into a country club and then white people are going to be like, you're one of us. It's never going to happen. It's never. I don't know if y'all motherfuckers got cataracts in your eyes, bitch, or you got an upper respiratory infection just like Ryan and can't see out your right eye. I have no idea, bitch. I don't know if you bitches are fucking colorblind, if you got glycoma, bitch. I don't know what the fuck is up, but I do not look white passing. Just because my skin is not dark don't mean that I... Oh, you're white passing. You bitches literally learn these terms without even and and try to use them and weaponize them and don't even really know what it be meaning. It's wild how like y'all just really disregard definitions and meanings. Bitch, white passing. Bitch, white passing. Let me tell you something. Every time I've gotten arrested, mind you, I just got pulled over yesterday for some bullshit. More on that later. Um, every time I've gotten arrested, I mean, arrested, you know what? You want to know what they put me as? Hispanic. I can, I'll, I'll take that. I'll definitely take, bitch, you may not look black, but you look Mexican or Hispanic or Middle Eastern. I'll take that shit. Cause I'm like, you know what, bitch? You right. I can, I can rock with that. But bitch, you want to know what I don't look like? A white bitch. There's never, like, you bitches get on my fucking nerves. It's like, you're white passing. Bitch, never. I'm never, it's never going to happen. Like, I do not look like a white person. I don't. I don't know what about, I don't know if y'all know enough white people in your life. And I don't know if like the idea of whiteness and the phenotype of whiteness has been so like blended over the last couple decades where you bitches don't are so fucking confused, but I do not look white. Nothing about my facial structures, my hair, color, skin tone, undertone is giving white. It's just not. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely Cubans who got blonde hair, blue eyes, and if they don't, they got light eyes, and they be looking white. And I consider them white passing. But me, the doll, no, girl. No. You gotta, you might be angry for a lot of things, but bitch, you gotta take that up with somebody else. You might gotta take it up with your maker, bitch. Don't, don't bring that shit over here, because bitch... I'm everything but white passing. I may not be black passing, but bitch, I shown up ain't nobody's white anything. So y'all can go ahead and kick rocks. Now, on to me getting pulled over yesterday. So I, I'm leaving the gym because, listen, I'm I'm forcing myself to get back into the gym and I'm getting better on it. Um, so that's good because I was a girl who used to go to the gym at least six days out of the week. So that way I can eat all the trash I want, you know? But this quarantine done fucked the bitch up. You know, not being, not moving, not going to the gym and eating trash, bitch. That's why I blew up like the world trade. That's why I gained damn near 20 pounds. I'm like, fuck. So anyway, so the doll's back to the gym, getting her little Kanye workout plan on. And so I leave the gym. I go get gas. And I go into the little store to get me a little juice, you know? And I look across the other, across the parking lot, and I see a, a police van, not a van, excuse me, a SUV, and it got its lights off, and it's driving around the parking lot. I said, oh, y'all always fucking breaking the law, bitch. Like, y'all speeding. Y'all, you supposed to have your fucking lights on, stupid. But I was like, girl, boo. So I go, I, you know, peel out. I get to the light. Make a left. Start driving. Meow, meow. 
boom, pull over. I said, girl, the fuck? He pulled over. He said, license and registration. No, first he was like, you know, you ain't got no license plate on your front of your car. I said, I know. It's in the back. He said, California law means you need to have your license plate in the front. I said, I understand that, but there's literally no place on my grill, the way my grill is on my bins, there's no place to actually put the license plate. But I feel you. Okay, cool. He's like, license and registration. So I get my license and registration. He's like, where are you going today? I mean, he's like, where are you going? I said, it's none of your business. He said, oh, okay. So then he's like, so I give him my license, registration. He asked for my insurance, and he said, "All right, well, you know, you just—it's just California law." I said, "So, are you going to give me a ticket?" He said, "No." I said, "So, really, what was the point of this? Just to have a conversation, and for you to just look at my license? What was the point of this?" He said, "Well, you know, I just want to give you a heads up." I said, "Okay." He's like, "You have a nice car, by the way." I said, "Screw." Rolled up the window, peel off. Then I get to the fucking light. And I now I'm like kind of hot. I'm just like looking around. I'm like, mm, all these other cars with the same grill as mine, and ain't nobody got no front thing. So then they pulled up. I, I waved them. I said, um, the person right next to you doesn't even have a fucking front license plate on their grill. And the person across the street doesn't either. He said, and what are you saying? I said, what I'm saying is you pulled me over for some bullshit. That's what I'm saying. Girl, I don't know if they needed to find a quota or to give out tickets or to arrest people. But I'm like, girl, I'm not the one. My shit is good. Paid for, clean, no record. I ain't got nothing y'all could ever arrest me on, bitch. So you need to spend your time doing something else. You need to go to Winchell's Donuts, bitch, and get them donuts before they throw them out at the end of the day, bitch, and warm them motherfuckers up at home and give them to your family. Bitch, leave me the fuck alone. Ask me, where you going tonight? None of your business. It's none of your business. It's really, actually, wholeheartedly, 100% none of your goddamn business. Don't ask me what the fuck I'm doing. I'm going home to take care of this sick-ass cat. What the fuck are you doing? Except walk, ex- besides driving around parking lots looking suspicious as fuck with your headlights down. Girl, get the fuck out of here and go on. Anyways, moving right along, bitch. Well, I would do listener letters, but um, I really need to go to the store before they close. If you do have any questions, please send them in at ask at the com, and I'll get to them next week. Um, I need to go to the store and get this Dyson hair dryer because I'm about to bathe Ryan. Um, and because her body weight is so small, she can't really retain heat, so I need to get, like, you know, just to make sure she get dried real quick. Um, anyways, what was I going to say? The Saw Ray Beauty um, microneedling pen. If you ordered it, pre-ordered it last week, bitch, they're being sent out tonight. They already here, bitch. They about to be skirted out. Um, I also started a second pre-order, so if you want to pre-order for the next round, you can. Um, those will be in in about two weeks as well. 
But um, and then as far as the collagen serum, that should be here by the end of the month. Um, I have a show in Miami for Miami Beach Pride. I will be hitting the stage September 18th, which is a Saturday. I'm the last performer. My set time is at 8.30. So, um, and I think there's going to be a little after party that I'm going to throw. I don't know yet. I still got to call these motherfuckers. I've just been dealing with this damn cat. Dealing with Olga and dealing with Floss. It's like, I'm just trying to just do what I got to do, bitch. I'm trying to get these, the, the... Pillow, the silk pillowcases and the eye mask are coming out soon. I'm still working on that. All the new jewelry designs. I have two new songs coming out that I still got to finish recording for, but I'm waiting for my teeth to be done. Thank God my new dentist says I should be done with my teeth um, September 16th. So then I can get back to recording music. So I have new music coming out. It's a lot on my table, but you know, I'm just dealing with some Olga shit. Some Olga shit. Oh, she sound like a scammer, too. Um, but yes, I will be performing in Miami Beach Pride September 18th um, at 8.30 p.m. on the main stage. So if you are in the Miami area, please come out. I don't know if the festival is free or not. I really don't know, girl. Um, I don't know. But <laughs> it's something, bitch. I know they have to make money somehow, bitch. Um, but yeah, it's September 18th. And I'm going to try, believe, that evening to throw an after party at some sort of club or whatever and just, you know, kiki and pop my pussy. And, yeah, and probably deal with a little bit of piece of trade. <laughs> ah! Bitch, let me quit playing. I don't think I really be finding them those Miami boys attractive. I'm really such a, like, New York girl. I'm really, like, an East Coast bitch. Because I don't even really find the motherfuckers here in San Diego. Actually, there's nobody here that's attractive at all. Just a bunch of fucking simps. Anyways, so I'm out. What is the final thought? What is the final thought for today? The final thought for today is stick up for yourself. Honestly, bitch, stick up for yourself. Because you have to start training people how to treat you. And sometimes it be seeming like you OD, but you got to train motherfuckers on how to fucking treat you. For real. I don't need to go after Olga. I don't. And quite frankly, it's not even really about a money issue. It's just like, bitch, don't fuck me over, bitch. You go fuck over somebody else. Please don't fuck me over. I already got all my money back from Floss. I don't have to do nothing else. But it's like you still should stick up for yourself and be like, bitch, don't treat me like that. You you treat these other motherfuckers like that. But when it comes to me, I'm not the one. Order to. So... And I'm not just saying just, you know, business type shit, but like, you know, if anybody, you got to tell people how to treat, how to treat you. If somebody talking to you crazy, you got to be like, excuse me, lower your tone, that tone, that tone, you got to lower it. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to, I'm a firm believer. Let people know who you are, your limits, set your fucking boundaries and let people know and give people timelines and show them how they need to address you accordingly and, and how they need to move accordingly when it comes to you. For real. I really believe that. So, you know, tell people what the fuck you want. And, yeah. So, I'm about to go to buy this little fucking, fucking $400 air dryer, bitch. It's crazy. All right. So talk to you guys later. Have a good weekend.